0: you're listening to radio free hillsdale on 1.7 fm i'm josh barker and this is the policy corner today we're going to talk about michigan's state sales and use tax house bill 4939 and 4940 would amend the state sales and use tax when it comes to automobiles the state sales tax is pretty straightforward. It's a 6% tax on the sale of goods, Those certain goods, such as grocery food items, are exempt. The state's use tax is an attempt to get around a potential loophole, especially here in Hillsdale County. We live right along the border of Michigan. could easily go into Indiana or Ohio to pay their sales tax. In the case of Ohio, it's slightly lower than Michigan at 5.75%. The Michigan use tax would charge the Michigan 6% tax on the total price of a good. While the difference is fairly insignificant when it comes to everyday items, it's no chump change when it comes to purchasing large items like vehicles out of state. In 2021, the use tax collected nearly $2 billion for the state. That's just under 7% of the state's entire revenue. state sales tax accounted for 32.2% of state revenue. Currently, individuals buying cars have to pay the sales or use tax, depending on how and where the vehicle is bought. Either way, it's 6%. However, that is 6% on the list price of the car and doesn't factor in any manufacturer rebates. Recently, General Motors, for instance, put a $6,000 rebate on their electric vehicle, the Chevy Bolt. Despite the rebate, under existing law, the customer buying the vehicle would have to pay tax on the rebate in addition to the price that they're actually paying for the vehicle. Now, this sounds like a small issue, but in the case of the Bolt, that's a difference of $360 in taxes. Statewide consumers would save anywhere from $25 to $31 million every year, according to the state's Senate Fiscal Agency. House Bills 4939 and 4940 would amend the law so that consumers would no longer be paying the sales or use tax on their rebates. In the discussion of this bill, an issue arose, however. The revenue from the state's sales and use taxes go to the state's school aid fund by saving consumers up to $31 million in taxes, the school fund would lose that $31 million. In order to prevent that, the legislature adopted an amendment. Consumers would not have to pay taxes on their rebates, but the state would keep track of how much the school aid fund was losing in tax revenue from that portion of those transactions being exempt and reimburse the school fund for those losses from the state's general fund. In other terms, the school aid fund is, quote, held harmless. The bills passed the state House in November of last year, and an amended version passed the state Senate just a few weeks ago at the end of September. The House will have to pass the amended version before it goes on to Governor Whitmer to sign and become law. Representative Matt Hall, a Republican from Battle Creek and chair of the House Tax Policy Committee, commended the legislation's passage.
1: I'm grateful to the committee, who's once again risen to the occasion, despite all the noise here, worked together in a bipartisan way to pass these bills through our committee, which will provide important relief uh, to car purchasers across our state, and also uh, will help our school aid fund holding it harmless. So thank you to everybody for working together on that.
0: State Representative Andrew Fink told me last week that the bills were good for correcting past oversight and a useful and harmless tax reduction. If you can reduce a person's taxes when you think the state has sufficient revenue to do the services that the citizens should expect from it, Uh, It's difficult to say, no, I'm not going to do that. And then the other thing is, like, the, the taxes are obviously a percentage. And so if the real cost of the vehicle after the rebate is lower than the sticker price or whatever, it makes sense to have the taxes reflect the actual cost. Now, other proposals before the state legislature dealing with Michigan sales and use taxes include proposals exempting feminine hygiene products, incontinence products, firearm safety products, and medical marijuana, none of which has passed both houses and been signed by the governor. Well, that's all for now. Thanks for tuning in to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.